The maker of PDF Pen gets acquired. What does that mean for one of our favorite utilities? This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, Mac Voices Live is back. We took uh, a week off for Thanksgiving. Uh, I was doing some traveling, so we gave the team the night off. So we have a little bit of catch-up to do and a whole lot of stuff to discuss tonight. Uh, we'll go around the room, see who all's here, and then we'll just get to it. Um, retaking his rightful place in the uh, Sea of the Angels at the top left of my screen, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to see you. Good to see you as well, Chuck. Uh, hope, hope you had good uh, travels, and uh, it, was, it was a good of a little bit of a break, but uh, we're so glad to be back. Looking forward to it. Yep, yep, I, I did, and I'm back. So the travels were were uneventful from any kind of uh, physical injury standpoint, which is good. That's good. Eric Bolden has uh, appeared in the top right of my screen. Eric, good to see you. Nice to see you, too. It's been a great week. And, uh, over some little snow today, so and I wasn't driving in it, so. Ah, that's good. And uh, we at pre-show we noted that you are sporting a Black Panther T-shirt. What ever? Refuses to yeah, show anything but the tips of the ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't show it because it's too locked in on your face, so it's, it's too efficient. There you go. There we go. We get a good good shot of it. Uh, Jeff Gamut is here. Um, Jeff, what can I say? Good to see you. Missed you. Uh, I always miss you when we do get, when we don't get to hang out, Chuck. And, and I'll point out the fact that uh, you let me in uh, tonight. That's all on you. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. It makes me happy. Well, that's what uh, really matters. Yeah, exactly. It's all about me. Jim Ray is here, sporting a uh, a California. Uh, sweatshirt. I guess he doesn't needs to be reminded where he's from. Jim, good to see you. I know where I'm from. You just all need to be reminded. Oh, is that as, it? Okay. As well as the internet at large. Mm, okay. So if we all just drive to California and scream Jim Ray, you'll appear. Is that it? Don't do that. Try Don't the that. experiment okay. and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a short weekend drive. Mark's already in California, so he can try it right now. Yeah. Yep. See, I'm here. And, and, and there he it is. Worked. He appeared. Yeah. So it's, it's good. Uh, next to Jim on my screen is the birthday girl herself, Brittany Smith. Brittany, good to see you and happy birthday. Aw, thank you, Chuck. Good to see you. I'm flattered that you would celebrate your birthday along with us. Oh, I just wanted to have more people wish me happy birthday. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So everybody in the chat room, wish Brittany a happy birthday, please. Um, and on her on her uh, Twitter account and anywhere else you can find her, wish her happy birthday. So, so now we'll hear ping, 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 ping throughout the evening. Awesome. Unless I have my notifications well, off. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Well, you can enjoy them. Enjoy the greetings later. You have a focus mode for that. Yeah, yeah. A birthday focus mode. The only messages to get through are birthday messages. <laughs> All 
Last but not least, Mr. Mark Puccio, uh, with the background that pretty much says it all at the moment with uh, regarding the stock market. So, Mark, thank you. You know, it's <laughs> today was an ugly day. What can you say? But uh, yeah, you know, the evening is working out fine because we're back here discussing everything. Yep, I I agree. I agree. It's good to have everybody back in the saddle. Um, and and that means we need to play a little bit of catch up on a couple stories. So, um, but but there were stories I thought were worth talking about. Um, I wish Webb were here because Webb brought the first one in. Um, that. Nitro Software, um, who acquired PDF Pen from um, uh, from Smile, um, it looks like they're going to be taken over um, based on a recommendation by KKR by a company called Aludo. Um, so, you know it, it it's worth noting just because you know that means that PDF Pen is going to get handed off to yet another company. And so if you've been, if you are or have been a PDF pen user, or I think I think they changed the name to Nitro PDF. David, do I have it right? Yes, they did change them to Nitro PDF. You have to once you upgrade, it's gonna rebrand it to Nitro PDF or PDF Pro. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but uh it may be something you want to just if if you rely on PDF pen, you may want to take a good hard look at this. And hey, if it's maintained, wonderful. But you might want to do a little research into alternatives. Mark, you had some thoughts on this, I believe. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I think that uh, what was it about a year, eighteen months ago, that uh, Smile spun off uh, the PDF uh, pen product to a Nitro, and I th- I think you had either uh, uh, you know Gowan or uh, you know on your show uh, talking about it. Um, but, um, looking at this, it seems to me that, um, I have a suspicion and only time will tell if this is right, or if it's just another, you know, strikeout, but I have a suspicion that, uh, what they want to do is convert from selling licenses to a subscription based, uh, you know, type of a uh, business model. And I think that's why you know, these two different uh, PE private equity firms are interested in buying it. Um, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, it's it's interesting they're doing it now. Um, I don't know if there was a compelling reason for them to sell. I think a couple of years ago, Nitro was bought by um, uh, who's the parent of the go to you know things. Uh, is that log me in or somebody like that? So yeah, log me in. Yeah, so I think they realize they have this. Uh, you know, use of PDFs are growing, and you know this product is selling licenses, and they have. You know, it looks like um, you know Smile was selling to individuals, and Nitro was trying to sell to corporations, and you know the, the justification for the sale at that time was. <coughs> Hey, you know, PDF Pen has way more features than Nitro does, so we need this to, in order to uh, upgrade uh, the functionality of our Windows users. Uh, but you know, now that it's uh, you know a year or whatever or more has passed, uh, you know, they're probably looking around and seeing that you know the whole world is going gaga over the idea of SaaS software as a service companies, and you know they're probably thinking, well, you know. Uh, you know, how do we, we could, we could do the same thing here. Uh, 
you know, to me, the question is, is there is there enough new features that they could add to really justify and motivate people to you know, purchase it as a, a SaaS, as an ongoing service, versus just hold on to you know, their old licenses for one, two, three, four, five years until you know they get so old and creaky that they finally die on their own before they have to upgrade, and then they finally have finally find out that the only upgrade path available is as a service, you know, monthly payments. So, you know, that's what I think is, uh, is going on. Uh, I, I'm curious about the timing uh, because uh, about a year ago, you know, SaaS companies, sort of the median, uh, you know, valuation multiple, you know, in terms of, you know, the value of the company as a multiple of its annual uh, recurring sales was, in in the high teens and this year it's down you know in the low teens or even in the 12s or 11s so uh you know for nitro or whoever nitro's parent is to spin it off at this time they're not getting the best deal out there you know unless of course they have you know future you know equity kickers and things that will motivate them uh you know or give them additional uh, money in the future ultimately we don't know how the deal is structured It's a private company you know they don't have to do anything uh to tell anybody about that uh but if it uh, ultimately works out and grows and you know gets taken public like so many SaaS companies do uh you know then uh, they will have to uh, publish you know some give a peek at least to uh, some of the revenues so uh that's what i think is going on there i think in the short term um i still use an old i think it's pdf Pro 12 license, uh, you know, I, sadly, I haven't seen reason, any value in additional functionality has been zero value to me. You know, I haven't upgraded, you know, I've been using the product since PDF Pen 6. So, you know, I've upgraded regularly when I see value to it. But uh, some of the most recent thing is it seems like a pretty darn mature product and uh, no reason to upgrade, especially you know, since the upgrade is coming right on the uh, timing of uh, you know, the product being acquired by a new company. So um, a lot of ground there, lots of thoughts. So I throw it back to you, Chuck, to send somebody else to the panel to comment. Yeah, well, I, I want to welcome Webb Bixby to the panel. Webb, it's good to see you. Happy uh, post-Thanksgiving. How's my audio? Is it working? Sounds great. Okay, very good. Very good. Sounds great. Yeah, um, um, go ahead. Hey, 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 Webb, before you start, um, I want to make sure you knew it was Brittany's birthday. I mean, I that's did. really important. I did. So, yeah. Aww. So, thank you. <laughs> um, you you brought this story in, and so I'm curious to get your thoughts. I know Jeff has some too, but I wanted to get yours, Web, since you brought it in. Well, I, like uh, Mark said, I've been using uh, PDF Pen for a long time. Well, it's uh, as a matter of fact, Gene McDonald did it. MacWorld uh, gave me a complimentary license, and I've been using it ever since, and upgrading and and purchasing. So, um, so I just just use it out of habit, but it's the the PDF viewer that I use every day. Um, and I went through the whole uh, Nitro transition too. And uh, um, it had a couple of bumps in the road, but it, it worked. Um, I'll tell you what I'm having trouble with right now, just today, is that they have a bunch of uh, uh, Apple scripts that, that the uh, Smile had that did things like you could split up PDFs and combine them and so on and so forth. And I can't get those Apple scripts to work. That's a user error, not anything on the system. I just don't know how to load Apple scripts. Anyway, uh, I, I thought it was interesting that I came across this. And how I came across it was uh, 
uh, Joe Cassell and his Take Control books, and he sent out an email about updating uh, different books that he had. And one of the questions was about PDF Pen that that he'd done a book on, and that's when he first mentioned that that they were under some form of a new ownership. And uh, so the Take Control book on PDF Pen is kind of up in the air whether whether they're going to update it or not. Updated or not, so that's how I found out about it. Did a little bit deeper. Um, KKR uh, Colbert Kravis is, as uh, Mark said, is a big private equity firm. Um, or uh, uh, anyway, um, and they have a, another fund called Eludio. I don't know if I pronounce that right, but so that's just they bought it and they put it in there. Um, I, I think the thing that that uh, Chuck I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago uh, privately in a in a chat was. Uh, you know, Smile had a real passion uh, for their products, and I, I'm worried that that passion is gone. Yeah, they, they're in it to make money, too. Don't get me wrong. But I think they had a passion to grow it and make it a, a better program. I don't know if Nitro had that same ambition. And now I don't know if KKR has that same ambition, too. Um, uh, the, you know, these f- funds, these uh, uh, capital funds are uh, very much about uh, not return of capital or return on capital, return of capital, but return on capital. Um, and so they're in it to, to, to make a buck or two. Um, and I hope that uh, I'm hoping that everything turns out just fine. Uh, I don't disagree with, with Mark also is that it, it could be moving over and transitioning to a, a software as a service model uh, or a subscription model. Um, that's okay. I'd probably continue to use it. Um, uh, if if the software progressed too. So anyway, I, I, I saw it. That's how I found it. I thought it was interesting. Thought I'd share it. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Especially with something as as high profile as PDF Pen is. Um, whether you use the regular version or the pro version, or um, who was it in the uh, in the chat room um, pointed it out, uh, Barry, uh, that it's uh, still part of Setapp as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, there are a lot of different ways to have it. Jeff, you wanted in on this. Uh, what are your thoughts? Okay. Uh, first, a little bit of background. Um, so Nitro, they've had a robust PDF uh, uh, editing tool for Windows for a long time. And uh, and they've been pushing that out to, to businesses as part of their whole software package. What they didn't have was a uh, a Mac PDF tool. So for a very long time, Nitro was white labeling PDF pen. This is not uh, an industry secret. This this is uh, uh, something that if you were using PDF pen as a Nitro customer, you knew where the software originally came from anyhow. Um, so when uh, when Smile needed to transition to, and, and this part is my speculation. When when Smile decided they needed to transition into uh, focusing exclusively on text expander, it made sense for Nitro to buy PDF Pen. So there, off it goes, and uh, and now it's no longer a white label thing. It's just Nitro's PDF Pen. Okay, so now we get uh, uh, Potentia's offer to to buy nitro which i look at and think this is really bad then we get the aludo offer which is a, a better offer while i am concerned about uh about 
equity investment companies uh, uh, buying up products. There's some background on Aludo. Aludo, you probably know from its former name, Corel. So this is a software company that's owned by uh, an investment firm. And so all of these uh, these software tools that are still being made and still being used, um, like um, uh, what Corel Draw, um, uh, WordPerfect. Now and okay, so now WordPerfect. All of us are sitting here thinking, "Wait, really? That's a thing?" <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. In, oh yeah, especially <laughs> in the lawyer. legal space. <laughs> yeah, WordPerfect is still a big thing. So, um, so assuming this deal goes through, which um, I guess there's that uh, process can start next year. Um, it gives me a little bit of hope because that means that the, the PDF pen properties would be managed by a company that is all about managing software. Um, so do we need to look for a replacement for PDF pen and PDF pen pro today? No, if it's working for you, great and uh and yes i i'm using version 13 point whatever the current uh rev is and uh, it's you know it's like any other tool if you have a version that's doing what you need why do you need to change and uh and is this going to transition to to a subscription only model Eh, maybe maybe not um, but at least I have a little bit of hope that uh, that PDF Pen will continue on and will get relevant updates. Which, by the way, is harder to do now because PDF as a pl- as a as a platform is is so mature now. How much more can we really do with with the software? So, but regardless. Um, I have I have a smidgen of hope that PDF Pen will ki- will continue on, and uh, that that it will be supported for a long time, and we won't have to go <clears throat> looking for a new uh, PDF editor on the Mac. And part of that is also me really, really, really not wanting to have to go hunting for a new PDF editor on the Mac. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark. Ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows? Or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes? That's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. Agreed, Jeff. Agreed. Um, I want I want to get David in, and then I can throw in some thoughts too. Yeah, you look at uh, Corel's uh, catalog of apps. You know that the PDF uh, Nitro PDF would fit nicely in their their portfolio. You look at it. So they got uh, they also bought Roxio. If you remember, Roxio was very popular with the CD burning back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still that's still a thing, surprisingly, just like WordPerfect. But they also uh, about three, what, almost four years ago now, I mean, Parallels is now part of uh, Corel. So that Corel is really the, so this this company is really clear, uh, scooping up a lot of these software companies. So this is uh, 
this is definitely going to be an interesting thing if Nitro PDF, but now moves over uh, to this uh, to, to this portfolio. Yeah, the only thing I, I agree with what Mark said. You know, use your old license, but the thing that always concerns me about doing that is that I'm going to discover that it breaks in the next iteration of of the Mac OS, and it's going to break at a time when it is the absolute most inconvenient right. for me possible. That's just that's always the way it works. Um, and so, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I've the other thing that has caused me to, to back off just a little bit from PDF, and there's still a lot of capabilities that I haven't duplicated in preview, but preview has become so much more robust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mark was asking in, in our private chat if uh, if you can redact blocks of text in preview. And now it's, it, yes, I my understanding is you can, that it's not just drawing a black box over it that you know somebody else could remove later, that it does take out the information underneath. Does anyone have a confirmation of that? I do not. But okay. then again, I can't imagine wanting to do redaction in preview when I have PDF pen. That does well, proper redaction. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I should test that. Yeah. But, I mean, and that's one of those features that, yeah, you got you got to be absolutely sure that it works the way you want it to work. Or... You know, you can you can end up sending something to someone. They just remove the black box, and they can see exactly what you were trying to redact. Mm-hmm. Well, if Joe Kissel is listening. You know, he should write. Uh, you know, how take control of moving from PDF pen to preview. You know, for those who are overly worried about uh, something bad happening. Yeah, I'm not the sure. There's much money in that I book. think would be don't. Yeah, because <laughs> isn't isn't there a take control of preview? I can't I think, remember. You know there probably is. And I think take control of I think take control of PDF pen might have been one of the sponsored books that Smile paid for. I can't remember. Because a few of the books, the, the take control books, are are sponsored, although usually those are free. Right. Yeah, like uh, I get you know free version for uh, you know, Devon thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think Adam and Josh collaborated together for a book of Take Control of Preview. Yes, they did. They did. See, here's the problem, yeah. f- at least for me, with going to Preview as a replacement for PDF Pen. It does only a fraction of the things that I need a PDF tool to do. Can't make proper forms in uh, in Preview. Actually, can you make forms at all? Um, and, uh, and you can't, uh, do proper PDF encryption in preview, unless that's a brand new thing. And, uh, with those two features right there, that's a showstopper. And uh, I mean, p- making, making forms in PDF pen is so robust that long ago, when I worked in prepress, and uh, your only real option for creating uh, forms uh, as PDF was Acrobat Pro, didn't use it. We used PDF Pen instead because it, it was it offered more functionality and it was easier to use. And I think that still holds true today. And and Jeff, I think you just 
sort of proved a point of, of one kind that um, for you, you know, with your needs or your wants, and and maybe for web too. I don't know if I'm speaking for web. Um, yeah, there are definitely things that PDF Pen in its current incarnation can do that Preview can't. So I take nothing away from PDF Pen. Um, it just it depends on on your needs. If you if you need really great OCR, then you're going to need to go to PDF Pen. But if you just need to be able to open and maybe do some minor edits on a on a PDF, then Preview is a pretty pretty good option. Oh, and I forgot to mention it's that. included. Yeah, I use PDF Pen mm-hmm. for OCR, you know, quite frequently, and then occasionally to convert to a Excel or a Word document, I do that, you know, maybe three or four times a year. So, I mean, it is a very sophisticated, robust tool for, you know, re- clearly for power users. Whereas, you know, you know Preview is probably for you know, for people who don't need to do all those uh, different things. But uh, I, I think I would say just, uh, I don't know, maybe to wrap up the segment, but uh, private equity firms, you know, a lot of people just sort of you know, initially have a gut reaction. Something has changed. Oh, it's bad. I'm bummed. I need to find a replacement. But you, you, they're not motivated you know, to drive away you know, their customer base. You know, they're motivated to find new ways to sell people something. And to the extent that they come out with uh, different combinations of services, or maybe services at a lower price point because I think I think PDF Pen now is what around one forty ish, you know one one twenty one seventy nine now one seventy one seventy nine. So that's uh, yeah, that's no automatically. But anyway, you know I think there's a lot of people out there who uh, it's one forty. Okay, yeah, but like I said, they don't need you know they, they don't necessarily need all of those features. So that seems like an expensive uh, price point. Um, it's a cheap like price a point bit. for business. Yes, it is. But you know, businesses already have the licenses, so the, the conundrum is: okay, what are you going to? What new functionality are you going to add to you know, get people to subscribe? So that I think that's the question that uh, you know the the new owners and the product team there is going to have to figure out. But for anybody who already owns owns a license, uh, unless you know Apple makes a change to the OS, like Chuck said that. That borks and breaks, uh, you know, the version you have, uh, you're you're insulated from, you know, any change of a business model that they may have. Yeah, the the only thing, and and we've talked about this, I think, before. Um, it's one thing, you know, add features. Yeah, that's what everybody wants to do. I in in a lot of cases, I'd be just happy if a if a company will maintain the software, and just you know, give me some assurances that it's not going to break with the next iteration of the OS or, you know, that they are committed to, um, to maintaining it. And if, if I need to pay upgrades to have them do that, I don't have that problem. I don't have a problem with that, especially if it's something I use a lot and depend on. So I, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree, you know, there's always that, but there's always that push to add new soft, uh, new features. And then you end up with something like Microsoft word that has features that nobody uses clutters everything up. And so, I add features that are functional and, and usable. Great, but please don't clutter it up. Well, Chuck, new features in a in a tool like this, as I've been sitting here thinking about it, will relate to changes in the PDF standards, and uh, and then like if uh, if DocuSign makes changes in the way that uh, that they process digital signatures, 
Uh, these are the kinds of things that we'll see as as changes or updates in products like PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro. Um, if uh, if there's a change in the way P- the PDF standard handles um, uh, form content or something, okay, that's another update right there. Um, but yeah. as far as uh, as the bells and whistles features. Um, I don't know how much more you can squeeze into this type of product simply because you, you can't go beyond what the uh, PDF standard is because at that point, you're no longer making a PDF. You're making a, a custom document based on what PDF is supposed to be, but now you need a special reader to work with it or open it with another PDF viewer and you don't have uh, all all of what's supposed to be in the document. Yeah. Oh that man, today DocuSign was even worse than the Apple or the market indexes. It was down 10.24%, down to 41.83. You know, so uh, ugly world Ouch. out there. Yeah. Um, and, and Brittany, it looks like you're you're agreeing with me that you'd be happy to pay, you know, a fee just to make sure that your software continues to work. Um, uh, no, what I'm saying is, I absolutely it's not worth it for me to pay a subscription to use a thing once every three years. But I don't mind like that one time I needed something fancier that I booted up my old MacBook Pro with the license to to use it because previews fine ninety nine percent of the time. I don't mind paying the license once. I want it to w- work like for a few years and I'll pay it once. I don't need a lot of fancy features and I don't need it very often, but I am never paying a subscription for something I use once every three years. Uh, I'll pay, I'll I'll buy Kelly a drink and send her the document to product for me. (laughs) Like not joking. Yeah, no, I, and and that's, (laughs) that's always the, the, the big problem with, with subscriptions. Is you know I have I have no problem paying for subscriptions with things I use every day or a couple times a week or something like that. But yeah, once a, once a month, once every couple months, now that's starting to get into a problem area for me. And there's so. not an easy solution, right? Like currently, I'm using Final Cut all the time, but that hasn't always been true. Sometimes it's been here or there, and. Fortunately, I don't have to make that choice because the person who makes my hardware makes it. And it's anyway, they haven't had a paid upgrade in forever. Um, I don't know what that actually means future, but it's yeah. a thing. But what you want is for other companies to license the software the way my company does. <laughs> Seriously. What yeah. what what I what Panorama is licensed, it's per month, but it's not a clock. It's only if you use it. Mm. I and that, that's a viable model. It, it it is viable. I'd also like I don't need a lot of fancy things. I just need a couple things that preview doesn't do and not very often. Um that is a lot of thinking to do, like, oh right, I gotta go do the thing and, and license the thing. Um, so I don't know, but uh but it's definitely not a subscription for me. So and sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, that thing. I'm using it all the time well, now. You know, Didn't they have a software I, update that I can pay for to get the other feature? Awesome. I will do that. That's why I, I made that licensing system Good. just for people like you. It's mm-hmm. like, well, it's not really, you know, if somebody, 
it, it just bills as much as they use it. Yeah. Um, hey, before just, we move on, I, I, oh, sorry, but another point. Oh, it was just somebody said, oh, for businesses, it's fine. They can do that. I was like, well, my business doesn't do it that much. So it sort of depends on on what you're actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. I basically before, use PDF pen once a year when I do my taxes. Right. Right. <laughs> And and I'm using PDF Pen at least three times a week. Yeah, so there you go. Um, before we move on, I did want to uh, ask Webb to clarify because he's he put in our private chat that you you cannot um, completely redact using Preview. Is that uh, I assume you look something up, Webb? Yeah, I, I um, have the uh, Take Control book. I have a lot of Take Control books. I just looked it up real quick, and it said that uh, on page. Uh, 27 uh what preview can't do with pdfs and the one is real redaction the real redaction features found in pdf 10 pro and acrobat pro you can black out text but you can't do it in preview so in the next part of this catch up mac voices live session the panel takes a look at the last pass hack from a practical standpoint comparing the methods used by one password and LastPass to protect your data and you might be surprised at some of the results that's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.